turned out to be a punk rocker. You know what I do? Warning. This podcast contains hot takes, cliched opinions and strong language. Welcome to Records and Bats. Welcome to Records and Bands. I'm Rob Jones and joining me on the show today to chat about music and records and potentially take me far away from my wheelhouse is Ian Graham from Cult Connections and the Banff Liberation Front. Well, that, is, that is correct, Rob. Newly launched, freshly launched there, the Banff Liberation Front indeed. Before we get into the music, which you're here to talk about, should we have a little bit of a chat about your podcast? You know, so Cult Connections is the one that's been running a little while. When did you start that and what's that about? Um, yeah, so that is uh, two years old, actually. Just turned two in um, the, the about the 5th of February. So, yeah, so it's my second birthday. Um, and that show covers film and uh, their TV um, and generally... Um, I cover three things every day a week, which are somehow uh, um, they're linked, hence, hence they're the name. So might be the genre, actor, um, writer, etc. Although or there's some more up up this skewer sort of links as well that they tie things there together. So that's um, so that's the main show basically. Yeah, I especially enjoyed your episode on Frank Sidebottom. I had that on this week. That was a fun one. And then, as the name would suggest, the Banff Liberation Front, that's a little bit more Star Wars based, is it? Um, at the moment, is, yeah. So um, I wanted to kind of separate some of the uh, the episodes that I do because on on um, the, the main the show, I have done episodic. Like their sort of reviews for um, their some some of the Star Wars, their series, um, their Marvel, and also sort of latest cinema, like their sort of releases. So, I I actually wanted there to separate that from it. So, so the, so those have moved over there. Um, I've only I've only just launched that, so it's only two the episodes in. But um, yeah, what we'll be doing. Uh, the Mandalorian. So for the next eight weeks, we'll be we'll be covering that. We've got the first episode of the new series lined up for the kids for tomorrow. So no spoilers. Right, okay. Shall we um, crack into some music? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of set you some homework, and you were kind enough to forewarn me about some of the stuff we'll be getting into. So we'll get into those questions in a minute. So I kind of describe the music I'm into is angry white boy music. Okay. Um, not that I'm an angry white boy, but, you know, that's a, basically the demographics of the bands I listen to. And I was kind of wondering if there was a a phrase or a catch-all term that you could use to sum up your listening or your record oh, collection. I, oh, I think it's probably quite hard on the spot, to be honest. <laughs> a little bit. I think, I, think, I think like many people, a lot of people, and you ask them, oh, well, what? Well, what uh, they do you like? And you know, so so many people will say, "Oh well, actually, I like I like a bit of everything." Um, I must admit, I really do actually like like a bit of everything. And I think, well, we should see this as as we they go along. But um, probably the only genre that I don't warm to too much is um, the country. But 
I quite like like the folky side of uh, the sort of country music. So even that's not not really out out of bounds at all. So anything goes really. I'm up for I'm up for anything. And there's always exceptions to the rules as well, isn't there? Because like I I wouldn't say I like country and western music, but like the Johnny Cash American recording series, uh, <laughs> five or six of the best records I've ever heard in my entire life. So it's... you know, yeah, you know what a good a good song is a good song That's no it. matter where it is. You know what uh, uh, the genre you'll always find something that you do like. Um, yeah, I found as I've got older as well. Like when I was a kid, I was into some like the heavy metal stuff. Certainly like Iron Maiden, and then yeah, well bands like that. I was quite into like how many notes a guitarist was playing in within a bar and you know virtuosity <laughs> and all of that but as i've aged i've i just like good songs now yeah so right shall we jump into the questions that i sent over hopefully they're pretty straightforward and didn't take too much agonizing over well the first one certainly did rob yeah, yeah. chopped and changed that a good few times so i think that's why i put it up front <laughs> because once you get that out of the way, everything's kind of plain sailing. So that first question is, what are your top three albums of all time ever, or your top three bands or artists, or if you're feeling ambitious, go for both of them? <laughs> um, well, what I did do, I, I did, they decided to go for albums. And and um, actually, the, the reason being, Rob, was that uh, hopefully, if, if anybody... Uh, they listen to uh, uh, there to this. I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's thousands of people out there who will be uh, there listening. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> well, that, that would be. We would all love that, <laughs> wouldn't we? <laughs> um, but what I would like is is for instead of me naming uh, an artist, um, and someone says, "Oh, oh, well, I don't really know them," I'm up. Pick three uh, uh, their sort of albums so you can go off and you can you know listen to to the albums that are there sort of picked and hopefully that'll maybe maybe sort of broaden things out a bit afterwards. So excellent. Go on then. What's the first one then? Um, well, well, my first one was was the easiest one actually there to pick, and uh, it's one that kind of pops up on any uh, this sort of list of mine um i've gone for um the holy bible by the manic street preachers that's in my top 10 albums of all time i think <laughs> yeah there's just yeah it's just something else isn't it it's 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 amazing it, it was um i mean this is a this is a band that really summed up my my sort of late late sort of teenage um the years early uh, their sort of twenties, and I was quite angsty as as a sort of teenager. So they very much fed into that. So uh, you know, I felt like this was a band that she spoke there there to myself. The, the Holy Bible is a is, is a lyrical. They sort of took the two of the force for me. If if the people don't know the the Manix too much, but um, Richie Edward was quite a a sort of troubled uh, their soul and his and his sounds his their lyrics really really speak about that and really sort of uh, you know touches on that a lot. And this album I think just kind of sums up um probably a lot of his own sort of thoughts, a lot of the own his own uh, their sort of feelings he was they sort of going through. But I see it touches on a lot of um 
the sort of mental health, uh, the sort of issues as well. And he's 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 got such a uh, just such a lovely turn of uh, this sort of phrase. Some of the lyrics are are just achingly sort of beautiful. And um, but married to you to the band at at, at the time, sonically quite. Um, you know, this is probably the the sort of hardest album, the most um, the noisy or um, you know, it's a fairly sort of stripped back sort of punky album, and I feel that the two just you know fit you know so so well. I find it really hard to put it into a category because it's it's not a grunge record, it's not really a punk record, it's. Can't, it's, like, it doesn't fit anywhere near like the Brit pop scene or the Brit rock scene, if you like, around there. And it really is an album out on its own. So my relationship with the Manics probably started with that performance on top of the pops of Faster, where he t- turns up and Brad Bradford's got the balaclava on. It does, yeah. I remember watching that. Yeah, it was <laughs> just like the most provocative thing I'd ever seen, and I think that w- I would have been about fourteen, nearly fifteen then. So to me, that was just like, like especially compared to like some of the, the grunge bands that I was really into, like even that was just a, it was something different and they were sexy as well. Do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's yeah, like yeah. and whether it was in that provocation or the sloganism and I just really bought into all of it. But there's some challenging stuff on that record. Four Stone Seven Pounds is a really dark record. That's um, my favourite one. Yeah. Um, for me as well, it really highlights James Dean Bradfield's ability as a guitarist and as a vocalist just to get those mm-hmm. words out. is phenomenal. Yeah. Have you have you seen them live, Rob? I got into them around the Holy Bible and then I went backwards and really bought into them. And then obviously um, Richie went missing and then they had their successful period with Everything Must Go and then If This Is My Truth. And that it was from from um being a trio that i started going to see them and i think i saw them five or six times over five or six years and they were always mesmerizingly good um but then i kind of fell away from them and a part of that was because the i felt like the demographic of the people at the shows had changed okay it felt it felt to me that when i so i saw them like on early shows on the everything must go tour and there was lots of us, if you like, you know, the Mannix fans, because it's very, tri- it's very tribal, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. And by the end of, like, um, if you tolerate this that tour, it was very. It, the crowds were getting a bit more rugby club, a bit more, <laughs> a bit more Brit pop, voty, and mm. it kind of felt that, yeah, that. I don't know. When you're young, you take it, you know, and you uh, you have a band, you can feel betrayal quite easily, can't you? <laughs> you know what? You know what? Music is, um, you know, as 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 the as the, um, the 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 Doobie Brothers sing, the music is is the um, the doctor for your soul. Um, but but you're right, Rob. When you are younger, it's so they're sort of precious for you. And and you don't want they to give that up in in a way. We all know we all know music uh, um uh, the wankers who 
who have to like, you know, bands that you've never heard of and, and they like that. And it's, oh, oh that's just awful, yeah. awful um, stuff. Yeah. Part of it for me as well was like the, like the people were going to watch them or were talking to me about them were the same kids who four or five years previous were taking the piss out of me for liking them. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it, you're just like, oh, fuck off. Like, you know, um, <laughs> I have recently been revisiting some of the, I call it the newer stuff, but some of it's 20 years old. So I've gone back and listened to like Lifeblood um, yeah. and postcards from a young man. And um, because I didn't re- really give them much attention at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been blown away all over. And so I'm falling back in love with them all over again. I do that as well. I mean, I, and, and as you'll find out, and I go through phases and I, uh, and I will uh, Im- immerse myself either in a, the, in, in a, um, their band or a, their genre. And I will listen to that sort of constantly. But the Manics are always one of the, one of the, their bands I always go back to. Um, almost just to refresh my, uh, their sort of palette. And then, and then when I listen, um, I'm always, I'm always um, they're amazed by how good you know that the songs are and you know still are and they still you know, you know speak to me you know thirty odd years down the line now so yeah yeah brilliant great choice what's your next choice Ah, uh, well I as you know Rob I I did agonise about this so um, and people who follow me on this sort of Twitter, which which is where I'm most active, sort of social media wise. But if you follow me on there, you know um, I enjoy a bit of um, their jazz. So, and I like to tweet about some of the albums that I'm, um, they're listening to. Um, and I did want I did want to make this as open as as we could. I know, I know. I, I mean, maybe some of yours their guests lined up maybe don't don't listen there to too much like this sort of jazz so so i did want to pick uh one album uh, it was so difficult because i chopped and and uh they changed it in my head about about there 50 times but um i've gone for 973's uh the inner source by george the duke so this is a um he is a uh a, a, a american uh, this sort of pianist, and this is quite a seventies album. Uh, so there's some touches of um, like this sort of funk on it, a little bit of more like the sort of psychedelic, spacey, this sort of stuff going on. But uh, at the heart of it is him and his like this sort of piano, and it's 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 just lovely stuff, and it's. It's it's uh, the kind of music I I work in a job where I can't really listen to uh, their sort of pods, uh, uh, their casts, and if I listen to um, their songs, so so songs with uh, uh, their sort of lyrics, that doesn't really help either because I'll end up you know singing bits and and that doesn't really go down well. So um, so so uh, there a lot of, a lot of jazz is actually. They're perfect for mounts. Uh, I love this album. It's it's just it's my it's my sort of vibe, as it were. You kind of gave me a heads up on this one, and it like I said earlier, this is completely out of my wheelhouse. Like, yeah, I don't listen to jazz at all. <laughs> um, I had heard, I had heard the name, and um, when I went back, I, I, I was like, 
George Duke, where do I know that from? And he had performed on like a Burt Bacharach tribute concert and earlier in the same oh. night oh. um Ben Folds had played. So oh, so, okay. so Ben Ben Folds had done um I think they'd done Raindrops You Fallen on My Head and then mm-hmm. later on George Duke came on and did something as well. So hey. so yeah, it took oh, a, yeah. took a bit of yeah. digging to remember where I heard the name from. <laughs> Excellent um, good stuff. But I also messaged you earlier just for a little bit of extra homework. And this is really unfair of me again. I, I said, Oh, there's maybe two jazz in inverted common records okay. there on my rotation. And would you like to have a guess? Um I oh god, yes. Yeah. So I did have a, a good thought about this and I was like, oh god, yeah. Surely's not got something say like 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 say Miles uh, this or Davis uh, uh, they're a kind of well uh, they're blue or something like that. Um, when I was about eighteen, that was like um, a guy who I lodged, was lodging with. He thought it was like a cool record to have on your shelf. Yeah, but he uh-huh. never listened to it. So, uh, so <laughs> I, that one was kind of adjacent. No, the one the ones that like semi regularly. I did. I did have one. Rob, I did think about this because um, I listened to a lot of instrumental uh, uh, jazz, but there's lots of great jazz uh, uh, singers um, and lots of modern ones as well. It's a, a great um, this sort of tradition, sort of jazz, uh, this sort of crooners. So I did wonder, do you own a, a uh, the Michael, the Bublé album? Oh, God, no. I do not know. <laughs> no, no, completely wrong direction. So, <laughs> my kids, and this is going to surprise you as well, because I've got I've got teenage children in 2023. They all love Peanuts, as in okay. Charlie uh-huh. Brown and Snoopy. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. on regular rotation every Christmas is a, is the uh, Vince Guaraldi Trio Christmas album, the Charlie Brown Christmas Special. Is it? Um, and then also the a boy <laughs> named Charlie Brown. Oh, so and it's lovely. Nice. It's just really nice, and the kids love it. And yeah, yeah, that's as jazz as I get. I'm afraid. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's it's that's a, good it's a goal. start. That is good call. <laughs> I I think hopefully, Rob, I, I will. I will. I'm 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 gonna tag you in every jazz yes, beast. Please uh, do. Like they sort of tweet now, so it might start seeping in. Yeah, yeah. And you sent me a playlist, so I'm going to um, spend some time with that and. I did give this one a spin, and I, it's not. I didn't go. Oh, it's horrible. I don't want to listen to that again. It's something I need to spend some more time with, and I will. It's 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 a kind of album that'll just kind of seep in mm-hmm. to your head, and then the, you'll wake up one morning and you'll have one of the riffs sort of going off in your in your excellent their sort of brain. Yeah. <laughs> so go on then. Your third and final cho- choice for this one. Your top three so... album of all time. Yeah, oh god, I could uh, again, I could have chopped and changed this one, but what I wanted there to pick, and obviously, um, I talk mostly about um, their films and uh, their sort of TV films. Films have s- such a range of great, uh, uh, their sort of music, and we probably all have our, our, uh, uh, their sort of favorites. I mean, you know, I can't. Say that John, uh, this sort of Williams has ever done. He's absolutely brilliant, uh, you know. And there's so many other good ones. Um, however, for me, I like a lot of uh, the the um, the European 
their cinema. The Italian film is absolutely brilliant. You know, shallows, horrors, all sorts of stuff. Um, so I have went with um, a good favourite of mine. It's uh, it's from 1975, I think it is. It's um, Luciano the Michelini, uh, and it's the soundtrack to um, The Suspicious Death of a Miner, uh, which is a brilliant film. Um, they're directed by Sergio Martino, uh, who is a, 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 a legend. Um, and it's a great album. It's just... Um, there's about, I think, I, I think there's 24 like, there's sort of tracks in it, and lots of them are a, a, a sort of variation of the same same sort of music. But um, I I will play this album there till uh, like, this sort of death. I just I just love it, and it's 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 a brilliant film. It's the other music's. They're sort of bonkers and, you know, varied, but, you know, just really, really good. And uh, I just, I wanted to bring some sort of film, uh, uh, this sort of music to us. So, so yeah, again, example. completely out of my wheelhouse. I wouldn't, wouldn't pick this up if I saw it on the shelf, but I listened to it today. Again, thank you for the heads up. Um, it's absolutely bananas. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> quietly amazed by it i really really liked it and i I had i had it on at work um, and i'm i'm very fortunate i work outside i look after the gardens in weymouth so it's all and the sun the sun was shining and the birds were tweeting and i i had this on and i was just i just couldn't stop smiling and i was sort of like skipping between the flower beds because it just it kind of infected me brilliant there was one bit on it though um i think it comes in on about track eight there's a and then it's repeated a few times. It's certainly on track eight and track twelve, uh-huh. um, and there's there's a bass line and then a drum break, and it sounded just like um, Chemical Brothers block rocking beats. Okay, yeah, I, so much so that, that on it, yeah. so much that I googled it like the samples, and it wasn't. But you know, but yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really yeah, enjoyed it today. Get that. Oh, brilliant! And yeah, yeah I'm going to listen to that loads. I reckon that's. I thought it was really, bit- really good. They are uh, watch the film as well because it's because it's great. Right, okay, yeah, that's well, not, it's uh, a great film. Because it's all in Italian. Was it the suspicious death of a miner? Of a miner, yep. So uh, nineteen, I'm sh- I'm should say the seventy five or seventy six. The Sergio Martino, who's uh, the great uh, yeah, the du- like, director. So the, the title sounds quite grim, whereas like the music is really quite. Um, <laughs> jovial in places, I suppose. Well, there's there's a lot of. Um, there's sort of comedy in this in this film, so it's a it's an Italian like this sort of crime their film, um, but there's some absolutely bonkers uh, like this or uh, their slapstick moments. The the there's a car they chase in in the uh, uh, the middle of it, and it's absolutely fantastic. It's one of the best ones ever. It's just brilliant. Italian cinema is just something else. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for sharing those with me. I've, yeah, I really enjoyed listening to that today. Um, what was the first record that you bought with your own money or you specifically asked someone else to buy for you? Um, I remember buying with my own money. I, um, I had bought um, their singles and things like that, but my first album, and I do remember this because I bought it from um, the Virgin, their mega store in the Wellgate Shopping Centre in their Dundee, um, 
and it's a flaunt it by by um, Zig Zig Sputnik. Oh right, um, yeah, which is an album which I still love. Uh, the to the this uh, this day, it's a it's a crazy album. It's a it's a groundbreaking album as well. And uh, the the band themselves were like they sort of derided at the time. The press hated them, um, but I I like them. I still like the song. What year would that have been? Without wishing uh, to date yourself, I think eighty five, maybe eighty four could be. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff out then as well. I mean, it's it's a period that I'm sort of quietly going back to, but more on like the American side. So I'm kind of revisiting right. like early REM, um, mm-hmm. some like the re- the replacements, that sort of stuff. I don't know if yeah, if you're into that sort of stuff. But um, there's so much come out of that kind of post punk period that gets yeah, yeah. It's, it's, easy, it's easy to think oh you go uh, punk and then the new romantics and then but like there's just so much going on. It's really quite a rich period oh yeah definitely yeah 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 um, some of my favorite acts come from that sort of time yeah and um, what was the last record you bought or streamed or downloaded i don't know are you a physical media man or um i'm not really these days no. though and i will i will sort of talk about that that later but um so i was looking at the last album the last um the sort of contemporary album uh really that i've they listened to the the most of it's um it's uh, Here Is Everything by um, The Big Moon. I don't know if you know them. No, so I don't know uh, that one. Okay, so that's that's a f- um, so The Big Moon are a um, are a all female. Uh, they they're sort of indie band, indie rock. Uh, I like them a lot. That's their last album. They they played it loads. Lots of lots of catchy uh, their tunes on it. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a good album. I like it. How do you find new stuff? Do- can, do you know what I mean? Do you, is it is it from the radio still, or is it suggested playlists on Spotify and stuff like that? Or um, Spotify, yeah. So sort of recommended albums, yeah. yeah. So I do go by the the recommended stuff, and I must admit, you know, the algorithm tends to work mostly for me. So um, you know, they do seem there there to find find stuff that I will I will they like, and I do listen to a lot of. Uh, obscure things, a lot, of, a lot of older stuff as well. But it does. It's. I must admit, they do find a way to, you know, take me on their, uh, their sort of journeys, as it were. So. Yeah, we often have the conversation about how, um, with streaming nowadays, um, you know, because you have the access to all the music for the price of what would have been one music back in the day. You, do you know what I mean? You, you can go on those flights of fancy and down those rabbit holes a lot easier than would have been 15 years ago you know so yeah oh yeah 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 definitely um what was the first gig you went to <laughs> right, i've got two answers rob so i've got um i've got the i've got the sort of proper and well there's well they're, they're both proper answers in a way so um my first real real sort of gig as it were um i saw um uh, the 70s Hard rock phobie, um, the band, um, the Jethro Tull. Oh, I saw yeah. them in ninety. I saw them in nineteen eighty nine in uh, Aberdeen. Um, they were they were absolutely brilliant. I loved them. Um, however, earlier than that, um, I remember 
Um, going to see um, the Crankies in um, Sunderland Empire and um, their support and them or part of, of the show was um, Irish songstress, um, they're Dana. Oh, yeah. So so I would imagine, actually, technically, their Dana was my was was my first uh, egg this sort of gig, as it were. Shall we go with, and <laughs> um, we'll go with Jeff Rotel, though, shall we? Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, let's do that. Uh, my friend Leon, who does the show with me fairly regularly now, um, he's really into, like, his prog rock in that, so um, Jeff mm-hmm. Rotel, one of his. I love yeah, that, definitely. yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's a genre that I, that I do love, yeah. And <laughs> um, what was the last gig you went to? Oh now, ah, okay. Now I did have to have a think about this, and I and I'd almost, um, they sort of emptied this from my um brain. So I remember, I think coming out of, I think maybe the 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 second lockdown and things had opened up, and we uh, and the main wife had uh, we had four days in in the London, so we were like, right, we're going to get away. But one of the things, so we were looking up um, uh, the sort of tickets and what we we could could uh, get, and they, so we both work. I work for the um, the NHS. She works for for our local um, their health and social care their partnership. So um, we managed to get free their tickets to see Liam their Gallagher at the O2. Yeah. Um, so we went and saw him. Excellent. He was crap. All oh, right, okay. I was going back to ask, hey, where, where does he fit in your general listening? <laughs> he doesn't. No. Yeah, no. Um, Oasis, you know, first first two albums, yeah, they've did. Oh god, I've played the death, and oh, I'm not a huge fan. No, we saw Noel Gallagher's high flying birds. It is the birds, isn't it? Um, yeah, at the Isle of Wight Festival in 2012. Um, and they were all right for a sing along on a Saturday afternoon, but I like nothing else worth watching. I wouldn't seek him out. He was, he really, he was the great, um, primal. They scream played, uh, uh, they their prior to them, and they were, and they were great. Yeah, they've always been good though. So, yeah, and and he was, yeah, they're a Glasgow band, Somebody's... aren't they? Primal Scream. They are, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what's your, the nearest big town to you then, Dundee? Uh, yeah, so yeah, so Dundee's the largest. So who's uh, who's come out of Dundee? Um, the the, the view, the uh, Deacon, Saint, Deacon Blues. Oh right, okay. Um, uh-huh. um I think other mm, not that many folk. I might have a Google later on. Like you, you might get a random. <laughs> random well, um, do you remember? This might be wrong. Danny Wilson. They were a band, Mary's yeah. Prayer. They, I think they might yeah. be Dundee. Mm, they might, mm, I could be pushing that. I, I, I'll tell I, you. I'll tell you who who's kind of a Dundee band, but I'm really is um, Snow Patrol. Oh right, okay. I always thought they were Irish. Yeah. See. Well, they are Irish, but actually they went there to university right, okay. and they they Dundee. And, I, that counts. You know, I think like early. Early sort of lineups, yeah, round about that. Yeah, that, sort def- of time, that yeah. definitely counts. Have you got any gigs coming up? Going to uh, actually do, yeah. So um, in in the two weeks time, my um, their brother, so my older brother, has bought me um, an early uh, their fiftieth 
uh, the birthday they sort of present, which is actually more a sort of present for himself. So, so my brother is he is a he he is a proper um, their punks, not their dead kind of uh, uh, their sort of bloke. So he goes and sees all of the classic uh, like their sort of uh, their punks who are still about, and uh, we are going to see um, stiff little fingers in their Glasgow, so I am I am looking forward to it. It will be good. Broken from Bands is produced by Rob Jones. Please support me on Patreon so you can stop spending all our money on podcast stuff and buy me a new toothbrush. Who would you say has been the biggest influence on your record collection? Um I well my original answer was uh, my the my bank um their balance there to be honest so that, that, that kind of limits what you what you spend um it's interesting modern sort of times their their spotify influences what you know access to sort of music so so like like uh like sort of very recently i've been listening to some the the european prog the rock bands from from the uh, this um, the seventies, so some some of the Spanish ones, uh, the sort of Italian ones, and that's not, you know, and that's and that's. I would, I love it. I love some, of, you know, some great great their albums out there. But you know, you would have to spend a fortune to get your hands on this stuff. So, you know, streaming in that way works works for me. Um, I tell you, a big influence there, Rob, and I don't know about about you, but actual album. Uh, they sort of covers, so the, so the artwork covers. Um, I have just mentioned the duel of a bit of uh, like they sort of prog rock. So like uh, an old an old Roger, uh, the Dean, uh, they sort of cover art. You know, you know something like that. Being like, oh yeah, this album. Oh yeah, this will be great. Definitely uh, judging a book by its cover. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I often say like, um, for me, like, um. My, again, my friend Leon, we would sit on the school bus and he would be make, he'd make the mixtapes, but he, he would be sat at his teddy. He was a rich kid. He had Sky, he had MTV. So he would sit at his teddy with a, like a, with a tape recorder and be re- recording <laughs> them off like Headbangers Ball really? and stuff. So right. it, it was those really rough tapes. It would have you know been the first time I, I heard like Sangarden and Pearl Jam and Nirvana and all the bands that ultimately shaped everything in my record collection so i was kind of yeah kind of wondering if like in the early days was there a person who you took a lead from or were you the person um, doing the influencing among your friends well my my uh their sort of brother in a way so so would certainly influence you know some of that um yeah and my friend um their mark from from their school yeah we like sort of similar stuff we were sort of in the uh, they're sort of kids. They're um, they sort of um, they're for Mark, Mark echoing the their bunny men. That was a huge, a huge sort of band for him. So we would listen to them loads, love them, uh, and vice versa. We would we would sort of influence each other with what we were, you know, we're listening to. Yeah, yeah. If he bought a record, he'll do a tape for you. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, have you ever been in a band? <laughs> no, I've got absolutely no talent That's... whatsoever. Uh, so, so the answer is no. Um, 
Whatever, Rob, I'd love to be able to play the uh, uh, their piano, um, especially the nice bit of jazz uh, their piano. I love. That's just yeah. So my wife it turned forty six this year. She'll hate me for saying it, and mm -hmm. um, we've bought her a keyboard and it's set up in the kitchen, and that's it. She wants to be able to play the piano by the time she's fifty. So we're getting her on the road. So it's not too late. It's not, so, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's um, not. However, if I could be in a band and I really have to fit this band in somewhere here, you know, and I know we are limited, but um, they're one of my favourites. They're, they're Steely, they're Dan. Oh, right, Just okay. an amazing band. I love, I love them. Uh, their lyrics, you know, super, uh, uh, their sort of lyricists. The music is... Um, I can see why a lot of people don't like them, um, but I I do really like their 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 stuff, and that's a band I would like to think, oh, I could fit in there, okay. Um, we're rocking through. Um, it's a one day festival just for you. You get to book yes. six six acts. What of what and anything you like? Who are you booking? Oh, okay. Well, again, I have to. Oh, yeah. This was a tough one. Um, I've actually started with them. Um, they're quite ob obscure artists, so um, this uh, Canadian singer-songwriter, Jenna, their body, her name is, she's uh, made two albums, um, a bit folky uh, kind of stuff, um, you know, nice, nice, uh, nice just sort of singer-songwriter type stuff. But, um, You'd have a opening those. up the day, would you? Yeah, yeah, I would actually. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see it. Yeah, so um, so I would have her next. Um, not too sure about the, the actual order. I think I think actually I'll swap it about a bit. I'm going to go with um, Jefferson Airplane next. Um, so I don't know if you've watched the Wood Woodstock. I don't know if you watched the Woodstock. Yeah, a while film. ago, I think. Yeah. Um, I actually, I think they're not on. I think they're on the like, like the extended cut. Of right. It. Okay. There's more Jefferson Airplane. Grace, hey, they're slick as one of my favourite. Um, their voices. I'd love to see them for round about that sort of time. They were, they were quite sort of powerful band. So, I had a spell towards like sort of, well, probably like many sixteen, seventeen year old boys. I had a a bit of a Doors phase and Jeff mm. Jefferson Airplane were always like mentioned in conversation yeah. with, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. so that's kind of, you know, I, I, I would have uh, had a dalliance with a best of here or there, I would have thought, but yeah. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would sort of definitely Didn't tie the in. Damned cover one of their songs? They did the cover, I think they covered White, White Rabbit, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Again, I used to love the Damned, uh -huh. but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They are strawberries as a fantastic album. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Excellent. Yeah. So after that, need to need to kind of mix it up a bit. So um, uh, the the Beastie Boys, I have gone for again. I'd love, I love, I love the Beastie Boys. I wasn't expecting that to come out of your mouth tonight, to be honest. <laughs> I don't love the Beastie Boys. Brilliant, fantastic. Great. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. Uh -huh. Have yeah, you seen just, them before? Or? Um, no, I've not. Right. I never got that that their pleasure, unfortunately, yeah. but. Uh, I, yeah, I won't. I won't tell you. I saw them twice. Then. Yeah. No. We saw them headlining Reading Festival, um, and they were all right. 
And then we saw them maybe six months later at Birmingham, and it was one of those in the mm. rain stages. Oh, and yeah. it was absolutely tits. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really, really, yeah. really yeah. good. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I would go. I would go for the Beastie Boys. Have you got a favorite Beastie Boys album? Just out of interest. Um, probably. There, check your head. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, right. any. I think any any of them. Yeah. Any first four or five albums. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't really go wrong. Excellent. Even even there, the first one's got it's yeah, got some yeah. great stuff on it. Yeah, ill communication is my favourite, but I think that's a lot of people's favourite. That certainly my age, like you know. So. Yeah, I. Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna mix it. I'm I'm just mixing up my order. So we've had the the Beastie Boys. So we're gonna go full on. Um, their prog rock. I want to go back to the early seventies, and uh, we will have a bit of yes. Going on there, my favorite. You and the honor get them so well. Uh huh. Love Yeggs. John Anderson's voice, just fantastic. And yeah, uh huh. A great band, just excellent. Yeah, uh huh. Um, a band I have seen live, they were they were superb, actually. Yeah, very good. Then, of course, we'll have to like they funk it up a bit. Got to have a got got to be able to. Uh, they get get their down as it were. So um, I'm going with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Excellent. Yeah, just good, good, solid seventies. Their funk, yeah, just yeah. And I'm guessing they're going stuff. on just before the headliner. Get the party going. Get sweaty down the front. I've gone, yeah. So the headliner, Rob. I've gone very um, like they're sort sort of they're traditional. Maybe this is a band I have seen in there. In, in their latest sort of version, uh, and they were fantastic. But um, they are a favourite for so many people, uh, and I'm going with Queen. Okay, excellent. Just you know, they've got the songs. They they get the crowd. They go in. Yeah, Brian May, I think's just yeah. I love him so. Uh-huh. Excellent. We'll leave it there because when we were <laughs> when we were little. My dad, uh-huh. my dad is a massive, massive Queen fan, and when we were little, it was the only tapes he'd ever put on in the car. Okay, <laughs> and not sometimes that can inspire you to go down a road and enjoy mm-hmm. it. But yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I can, I, 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 no, so I, I, to be I, fair, I can I appreciate don't... the songwriting and I can appreciate the talent <laughs> that's gone into it, and yeah. obviously Freddie Mercury is Freddie Mercury. But it's just not for me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. I'll tell you what, my dad in the car, there was only one artist for him. Uh, and this one, it's a bit bonkers, this one, but um, Lou Reed. Oh, yeah. He only played Lou Reed albums, honestly. So that's what That that's could what have what an happened. impact on a growing mind, couldn't it? Absolutely <laughs> dead, yeah. <laughs> Positive or...? <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 good. yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe you know, some of it at the time. I mean, them, uh, the uh, transformer and, and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but dad, no, they will have to look, listen to uh, uh their sort of metal, mm. uh, uh, their machine, their music. But she did play, he did have that album, and it's just you know, when you're seven years old, it's yeah, not an yeah. album that you really get, you know. Yeah, I know. Um, is there a band or an artist that makes you just want to 
dance around your house or around your kitchen and i've put in parentheses here like a bit of a dickhead mm-hmm. yeah yeah because yeah. because i would be that is yeah. what i would look like yeah exactly here, definitely. Yeah. yeah we all do yeah. it it's whether it's air <laughs> guitar or you doing all the drums or yeah you know. uh-huh. well i'm i'm kind of doing a bit of um of 90s sort of overproduced soul type types of music because um Funnily enough, I've gone with um, their Donald Fagan's um, Their Tomorrow's Their Girls, which I don't know if you know that tune. But, I don't. I um, certainly check it out. It's uh, like like Leah Steely Dan and sort of Donald Fagan, um, very, they sort of produced music. It's very, very finely, finely sort of tuned, quite smooth mm. stuff. And usually the kind of music I I don't really like, but but they do. He does it so well, uh, and this is a great song, which kind of um, the the lyrics kind of um, foresee um, internet sort of sex, uh, they sort of bot uh, type things. So so these uh, these these aliens are coming and they're going to take over by because they all look um, you know you know gorgeous. Uh, the the music video features Rick uh, uh, um, Moranis. He's in uh, the the music video, so it's, uh, yeah, and it's a cheat. I, I just there's the 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 chorus just sort of builds up and just yeah, brilliant stuff. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, is there a band or an artist that everyone in the whole wide world just thinks of the bee's knees, and you just like I I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, there is one huge one, huge one. And uh, but I don't really get Bob Dylan, uh, to be honest with you. Um, just and I've and I've you know tried and just don't get it, just not not really for me. What is it? Do you think that does it like I, I'm guessing you don't actively hate it, it just doesn't float your boat, is that it? Or? Yeah, 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 just and I like other. I like I like very similar stuff by other people. Yeah, but but for them himself, just I mean, I like I like other versions of his their songs. I just I don't really like his ones though. So so, so, so what, yeah. what do you think? It like, is it his voice or is yeah? Probably. I think his voice, his voice. Yeah, <laughs> his voice probably mostly. Yeah, <laughs> some of his lyrics as well. I know what people go on about. Oh, he's a brilliant. Uh, they're sort of lyricists, but some of them I'm just like, no, that's all of the shite. Yeah. See, I'm massively into Neil Young, but I can understand why people. Oh, I love Neil Young. Yeah, but yeah. I can understand <laughs> why people wouldn't be, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? yeah so yeah, maybe it's. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm, again, I'm not a massive Bob Dylan fan, but I think, you know, yeah, Blonde on Blonde's a great album, but, you know, um, is there, a, you know, the the other side of the coin is. Is there a band that you're into that no one else you know likes? Um, uh, well, I mean, there's there's lots of jazz albums that people <laughs> haven't heard. <laughs> I mean, we've already spoken about one of them. Um, probably, I don't know. Probably not these days. I mean, we all know this. Uh, the Steely Dan. I mean, people know. You know, they know the name. If you mm. don't know the band, then. I would I would say go and explore them because they're just they're just superb. Um, Asia is a fantastic album. Um, just you know lyrics are great. 
like they just hit a hit a sort of groove of sort of R and B rock sort of soul sort of music and just yeah, just love them. Wonderful, love them. wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Penultimate question of the night now. Mm-hmm. You can time travel to any musical era or scene, any place you want to go. Um, okay. Where are you going? And I'm going to, yeah, I, I am, I am. De- this is the easiest one for me, Rob. I'm, I'm like, I am definitely going to um, late 60s, early 70s, uh, California. Um, the Crosby, Stills and Nash, they're the airplane. Um, they're the birds who I love. Um, they're Jody Mitchell, just hanging out with, you know, in that sort of scene. You know, Fleetwood Mac came over in the early seventies, and they and they changed their sounds and just just loads of great stuff. And you know, they were all high on bloody coke and shagging each other. And you know, um, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do any of that now. But you know, what if I was young and back then? I, Everybody having a whale of a time. Yeah, that whole Laurel Canyon vibe, isn't it? I suppose. Absolutely. Just stay away from uh, Mr. Manson for a while. But yeah. But, but yeah, I love a bit of that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That'd been amazing because, yeah, because like the doors were coming through then as well. And, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, all those bands. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah great stuff. Excellent. <laughs> so you've answered all your questions correctly. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, would you like to put one song? Just one song onto our playlist, which we're going to send into space for the aliens, or we might bury it in a time capsule for our future selves to dig up and have a listen to. So, what are you going to put on? Well, well, then to kick it off, and I know, and I know, I'm, I'm sure you're going to get lots of uh, uh, this sort of diverse, you know, stuff uh, there coming on, but I had to make sure that there was a, a, a jazz classic in there. Um, so I've gone for a um, instrumental uh, track. It's from it's from the sixties. It's from the mid sixties. Uh, it's by a guy called Les McCann. He was not the assistant manager of 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 East uh, uh, their um, their band uh, back in nineteen seventy six. I can assure you, he is he is an American jazz pianist. That's some Les good McCann. knowledge. That is. It is a. <laughs> um, so the track is called Boji Pubu. Um, it's an instrumental. It's uh, it's it's him and his piano. I think there's drums a bit of bass and and a, a guitar on there. But uh, but it's quite a simple sort of strip back. Um, the instrumental, but I love it. It's it's got lovely. This sort of riff at start is quite. It's. it's it's a little bit so full with some hooks and then it builds up and he and he rips off the uh, their piano line and um if you give that a good few uh their plays that will get stuck in your head and and be a favorite so yeah i, love it. I enjoyed great, that today in, in the sunshine and especially when like the um the piano does go off on one at one point yeah isn't it? and i thought whoa where did that come from that was really cool well they the drums kick in and then he and then he just starts sort of riffing away and it's yeah yeah it's brilliant stuff love it brilliant thank you very much <laughs> well there you go thank you so much for coming to play i've honestly had a blast today walking around the gardens listening to the stuff you sent over it's def- i'm so glad I'll, I'll send you plenty more yeah please do it's it. definitely yeah, stuff that i wouldn't stumble on myself in my little angry white boy world <laughs> um so thank you very much um just quickly before we go do you want to remind everyone where we can find you 
Um, so social media wise, you will find me um, mostly on um, Cult Connections, uh, which is actually at Connections, the cult there. So it's the other way uh, there around. But if you search for me on this or Twitter, you will find me there. That's that's be, that's where I hang out. There, basically, that's it. So and and the the two shows, obviously, you can find them everywhere so um i will say i've especially enjoyed your shows on there was one on the x-men i listened to the other day that was fun um mm-hmm. uh, now yeah so now now x-men um and you did mention that you listened to frank side um, sidebomb so that's with the daniel so daniel yeah uh, the clifford who is actually known as um amateur ornithologist and he has released two uh, their their mm-hmm. their albums. If you like a bit of uh, indie, uh, their rock, they then they are Daniels. Is your man? He's a lovely bloke. He's a brilliant. Uh, they sort of guests. So I will, the, I will always always big him up. Excellent. The other sh- <laughs> the other show of yours that I listened to today and is quite appropriate for this. Really, um, I listened to your episode about the Crow, the movie The Crow. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. and. When you were talking about soundtracks earlier, um, if we go back to the 1990s, the soundtrack to The Crow, that CD was on such heavy rotation in my house. <laughs> I loved that record. So, like That might have been my favourite record for about four or five years. There's just some, I can get that, there's yeah. There's some really good stuff on there. Cool. But yeah, um, I'll drop all that sort of stuff in the, sh- in the show notes and it'll be um, links to all the Records of Band stuff and our Patreon and the new website and all of that. Um that's it for this week thank you for listening ian thank you very much for talking i've been rob jones and this was records and bands Tell me how good it's